Well, these are interesting times in federal politics. And this morning, there is new exclusive polling out about who would win in a federal election if it were held today. This polling has been done exclusively for Global News by Ipsos. And the global CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs, Daryl Bricker, is with us now to break it all down for us. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning, Simi. All of a sudden, your job has gotten a lot more interesting with these uh, polling results, hasn't it? Yeah, it certainly has. We haven't seen movement like this uh, since the last election campaign. And quite frankly, uh, nobody had a lead this big, even in this last election campaign, or even back to 2019. So this is a, this is a lot of change. Okay, break it down for us. Who's in the lead here? We've got the, uh, the Conservatives at 39, and we've got the Liberals at uh, 30. So the Conservatives have a nine-point lead, which is very significant. And uh, we have the NDP in third at 18. NDP stuck exactly where they were in the last election. Okay, so with a nine-point lead, what would that do for the Conservatives in an election? Well, they're knocking on the door of a majority, um, I would say, with a nine-point lead. But the issue that they have seen is that they're doing great in Western Canada, but um, in Central Canada, they're not doing as well. So in the province of Ontario, they're tied with the Liberal Party, which means that, at best, they're going to split the seats in the, in the province. And in Quebec, they're still well behind both the blockade of and the Liberals and probably won't add very many seats, if any, at all in Quebec. So uh, it looks like it should be a majority at 39, but it's just not distributed in a really efficient way for the Conservatives. We, this sounds like a lot like what we saw, um, you know, around the Stephen Harper era before he got that majority in 2011. Yeah, exactly the same problem. And it's something that the Conservatives have struggled with since Brian Mulroney. Uh, in, in 1988, when they were, uh, won a significant number of seats in Ontario, but especially in the province of Quebec. So, uh, you know, since particularly the formation of this new uh, Conservative Party back in, uh, in the early 2000s, they've only really broken through significantly once, and that was uh, in 2011, where, again, uh, really won well in Western Canada, but were able to break through in the province of Ontario by winning the Carkin suburbs. And at this point, they're knocking on the door of doing that, but they're not quite there yet. So what other categories, okay. Daryl, did you find interesting here? You also asked people what who they preferred as a prime minister. Yes, they, we, we did ask preferred prime minister. And again, uh, Pierre Polyev has a, about a 10-point lead over, uh, over Justin Trudeau. The first time we've seen that since uh, even before the 2015 election, where another leader is, is uh, that much preferred over the prime minister. So the Liberal Party is really struggling, but in particular, Justin Trudeau as the prime minister of Canada is really struggling. Interesting. So would you care, you characterize this as them kind of knocking on the door here, right? Like there is potential. Yeah, there is. There are a couple of points away, I would say, uh, from really comfortably having a majority government if an election were held tomorrow. But the key is Ontario. Can they move ahead of the Liberals? And at the moment, they haven't. And so what is holding them back in Ontario then? I mean, they've got a conservative government in Ontario then that is not incredibly popular. Is that something that's affecting this number, do you think? Well, there might be some cross-brand conservative uh, effect here. But also, I think that uh, the conservatives have not just struggled uh, uh, to gain a lead in Ontario um, uh, uh, under Pierre Polyev. They've struggled since 2011 to be able to do that. So... Um, there's a lot of convincing left to do, I would say, and I think one of the things that we're going to see a lot of is Pierre Polyev showing up in those suburbs. Interesting. So would you say Ontario and Quebec are, are the battleground here? Not so much for the Conservatives. The Bloc Québécois is doing the 
conservatives work in Quebec, so they're preventing the Liberals from forming a strong base in Quebec because they've got about a 10-point lead in Quebec over, over the Liberal Party, that's the bloc. Um, so the real question comes down to Ontario. So if I was uh, trying to handicap what's going to happen in the next election, which you know is a, a while away, I'd be very closely looking to see if the Tories can can, uh, can move ahead in Ontario. And if they do, and the numbers stay around 37, 38, 39, that's a majority. And we didn't mention Atlantic Canada. Anything interesting there? Uh, the Conservatives are ahead there. Uh, we haven't seen that very recently, but very, very close to the Liberals, I would say, they're tied. Actually, where you are today, Sumi, is the most competitive part of the country. You've got three parties all within about five points of each other. Uh, so B.C. is going to play a very big role in the next election campaign. And, you know, quite frankly, since the turn of the millennium, the turn of the century, B.C. has become much more important in Canadian politics than it used to be. Would you say that B.C. is a toss-up right now? It really is. We have the Conservatives ahead of the Liberals by five, but the NDP and the Liberals are tied at 30. So it's 35 for the Conservatives, 30 and 30 for the Liberals and the NDP. And that's all probably within the margin of error of a tie. Right. So if there's two provinces, you would, would you say that there's like a real battleground, then it would be Ontario and B.C.? That, those would be the two places to watch, I would say, the most closely. I, I would say that the distribution of the voting in, um, in uh, British Columbia works a bit more efficiently for, for the, uh, for the uh, Conservatives. Ontario is the real place that they really have to uh, establish a, a, a significant gap with the Liberal Party. It looks like you know, good progress so far in, uh, in, in British Columbia, but uh, Ontario is uh, uh, the, the place that they really have to start moving. Interesting times. Daryl, thank you. My pleasure. That is Daryl Bricker, the CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs, talking about their latest polling results. Really interesting, exclusive polling done for Global News that shows that, you know, BC is right in the heart of this. It's pretty much a three-way tie when it comes to polling here in our province between the Conservatives, the Liberals, and the NDP, meaning that BC will definitely be a battleground in the next federal election whenever that may be. I remember two years ago, uh, because it was just about exactly two years ago that we had our last federal election that resulted in a minority government for the Liberals. And there was talk that, oh, well, you know, maybe this government will last two years, and that hasn't been the case. They have formed that partnership with the federal NDP to keep them in power. And now it's looking like well, there's no rush for an election, certainly not with these numbers, right? Uh, so it could be a while before we see that, but still very interesting numbers.